Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Can I be like perfect little? heard a little bit about this over the weekend on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and I Hi. actually wondered if you guys talked about it at all last week. Uh, that would be the interview with Kevin Federline that is making all kinds of waves. I think we should probably get the Cobra gang together. Let's do it! Sorry, brain fart. I tried to find it. <laughs> like, what are we doing? What's happening here? I don't know. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. No, this is happening. Holla. We. Feels very toxic. Thank you very much. Kevin Federline, the ex-husband of Britney Spears, the father of Britney Spears' only two children, Sean Preston and Jaden James, is talking. And he's talking in an interview, a series of exclusive interviews, parts of which will be aired on ITV this week. Uh, all about stuff that we don't he no people not talking about. <laughs> And it's ruffling some feathers. And one of the most explosive things that's coming out of this interview that everybody's writing about is the fact that he says that by the choice of his sons, Sean Preston and Jaden James, 16 and 15 respectively, uh, by their choice, they have not been in contact with their mother and that they are the reasons why the reason why they did not attend her wedding Mm. they decided on their own okay okay so i actually became acquainted with this story actually through sam asgari's response to it okay but there's a lot to untangle here but i want to start with some of the things that Kevin Federline apparently says in these in this interview and he bends over backwards to try to paint his picture as a father in the home that he lives in with his wife the children that they share his children her children I mean it's sort of like a there's mine and ours like Brady Bunch situation because sure. he also has kids with Char Jackson and he paints this picture of this sort of beautiful family life that they have on, you know, the grounds of their multi-million dollar mansion that is now only a few, um, like, you know, m- miles from Britney Spears and Sam Asgari's new home. Mm-hmm. And he basically says, like, we just try to keep everything, like, we try to keep the noise of the outside out and just kind of do our own thing. But the boys have decided not to be in touch with their mom. They've been really disturbed by the nude photos that she's been posting. Not surprised. Well, yes and yes. And Sam Asgari, actually, in his response, 
he had something to say about that, and I'm going to get to that in just a second. Um, but he basically kind of rides this middle ground, he being Kevin Federline. He says that he believes that this conservatorship that Jamie started, Brittany's dad started, was what saved her, and uh, that it was necessary, and that it did what its job was, Um He said, the whole thing has been hard to watch, harder to live through, and harder to watch my boys go through than anything else. It's been tough. It's the most challenging challenging thing I've ever had to do in my life. He says some moderately kind things about her father, Jamie Spears. I would just like to remind us all of something that apparently he thinks we've forgotten. There's still a restraining order that he was part of filing against his yeah. former father-in-law. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Who he's speaking pretty favorably about mm-hmm. in this interview. So there's a lot going on here, but I want to get to, um, well, let's just pause there. Okay. Be- Do you have any thoughts, questions, oh, I have plenty concerns? Of thoughts, which okay. is like, I. this all sounds totally understandable as far as I'm concerned in that he... That is, Kevin Federline is giving his side of the story. And you imagine his side of the story is informed by all the things he's thinking about and a part of, and also a benefit of. That is, he probably benefited, not probably, he definitely benefited from the conservatorship for many years. Um, it doesn't surprise me that he would speak somewhat glowingly of of Jamie Spears. But within all of that, like which I'm not surprised by, I think I also would imagine that because I okay, so when he says like the conservatorship was good for Britney, we're all like, oh my god, how could you say that? Fourteen years, she was controlled. Everything, her her bodily integrity was controlled by like a court, not like her, right? So like mm-hmm. we we are coming with all of that, but you have you have to believe that um, hindsight is somewhat twenty twenty, and that at the time, everybody thought this was the right thing for Britney because everybody thought something was going on. I'm not saying that's true. Right. I'm just saying that's where people were then. And so I, I can understand why he would come at this from that perspective because sure. he felt like um, things were melting down. He's got these kids. Like, sure, he's not perfect, but all of the sudden he gets stability and he gets employment, or at mm-hmm. least he's getting he's getting financially rewarded, right? Right. So this all seems perfectly plausible. Obviously, the Daily Mail is not going to poke whole excuse me, poke holes in his story much because they're just, they're like, give us more salacious hot gossip, right? right? Um, But then you also mentioned the like whole, like kids not being, I imagine these kids are like, we don't know what's going on with our mom because think about it from their perspective. They're probably only hearing about this stuff through social media, which is just a horribly warped way of, of like appreciating what, what's going on with your mom. So for all intents and purposes, I wouldn't be surprised if these kids thought their mother was, like, for lack of a better term, a hot mess. Right. Right? Like, I'm not surprised by any of that. Do I believe that his impressions are, like, accurate and well-informed? Not necessarily, no. Right. So that's where I'm at with what you just shared. Because, uh, as we talked about in our blind item segment, and as we've talked about many times before, he has an interest in staying in the good graces of anybody who can keep him on some sort of payroll. Right? Because currently, he's living a pretty luxurious life on her penny yeah. as part of their... Um, 
his child support. Mm -hmm. And he's gone back to court more than once to ask for more. So it is pretty clear that that is... um, that that is a motivator, right? Yeah. Money motivates. Well, let me quickly get to uh, Brittany's and Sam's response oh, to it. Sure. Because, um, and I think, again, this is there's going to be more to this story and we'll continue to follow it. But here's what Brittany had to say. And she did this over social media. She said, It saddens me to hear that my ex-husband has decided to discuss the relationship between me and my children. As we all know, raising teenage boys is never easy for anyone. It concerns me the fact that the reason is based on my Instagram. Mm. It was long before Instagram. I gave them everything. Only one word. Hurtful. I'll say it. My mother told me you should give them to their dad. Uh, I'm sharing this because I can. Have a good day, folks. Okay, so you can read between the lines of that, right? Because again, we're in this place where Brittany is going to tell us what she's feeling based on a history of having been controlled. Well, here's what Sam Asgari had to say. Quote, to clarify, my wife has never posted a nude selfie except of her butt, which is quite modest these days. All other posts were implied nudity, which can be seen in any ad for lotion or soap. There's no validity to his statement, meaning Kevin Federline's, regarding the kids distancing themselves, and it is irresponsible to make that statement publicly. Sam went on to say the boys are very smart and will be 18 soon to make their own decisions and may eventually realize the, quote, tough part was having a father who hasn't worked much in over 15 years as a role model. Kevin's gravy train will end soon, which probably explains the timing of these hurtful statements. I do not know him personally and have nothing against him, (laughs) aside him choosing to vilify my wife. His character is revealed by approval of the cruel 13-year conservatorship and his loyalty to Jamie Spears indicates his approval at time of its conception as well. Now, here's the best part. Things are now considered normal issues and behavior. Things that are now considered normal issues and behavior easily dealt with therapy or other ways. I don't know. I, this is word salad. Um, were magnified to justify a 13-year prison sentence. Anyone approving of it is wrong or benefiting it from it somehow. I will not comment on this matter again, except to say, I have a job. I mean, you got a job. So, how did you get your job? Essentially, your tune is a lot different than it used to be, sir. Right? What he's trying to say. So, this is what's so funny about this is you can walk around this story from every angle and see, ex- like, how everybody's trying to play it. Right? Yeah. Like, and also, he's like, I have no judgment against this guy. He just used the term gravy train. So yeah. Like, he has an impression about who this guy is, and I'm not saying it's wrong. But to think that you are somehow impartial in any of this, sir, is ludicrous. And everybody should be just as, you know, have just as many questions for Sam as they do for uh, Kevin Kevin. Federline. Yeah, absolutely. Because remember, we, I don't, I mean, I don't think we ever had proof of this, but we've always assumed, and I don't think we were wrong to assume that. That Sam Asgari at some point was on the he came along at a time when she could not go to the bathroom without someone's permission. And you want me to believe that this relationship between them was totally organic? I'm not saying it's not now that they came to some sort of like deeper whatever. But please, sir, 
If you want, you have a lot oh. of questions that remain unanswered about your presence in this woman's life. Oh, and do not forget, do not for one second forget that he came into her life in the exact same way that Kevin Federline did. Kevin Federline came into her life as a dancer on her tour. Yep. He came into her life, Sam Asgari, as an extra in her a music yeah. video. Yeah, exactly. So, and it's not like they just, like, she was in a prison sentence but then they had this amazing relationship that was allowed to bloom and blossom and grow without the express permission of Jamie Spears. Like, you can't, like, nice try, sir, but we weren't, like, brainwashed by a conservatorship mm-hmm. to buy the story that you're sharing right now. Brittany may have been. We are not. We were there when all of this happened. I'm not saying... I'm just saying. You're not saying. You're just saying. <laughs> also, uh-huh. everybody has a little something to gain and a little something that they're protective of losing. And I Money. just think Money. I just think that there are some conversations that are happening in a legal sense right now that may reveal unsavory things about all kinds of people. And perhaps some of some people are trying to get in front of the story. Some people are behind the story. Yeah, some people, people are on are all angles. Position themselves to make the most money possible. Because at the end of the day, Everybody is just for themselves. And I mean that in general in life. When we come oh back, God, I'm dark. sorry, but it's true. <laughs> At the end of the day, nobody's going to stick their neck out to try to protect somebody else without also it being in their best interest. That's just reality, y'all. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, speaking of publicationships. Oh, yeah. This one broke up. Kim and mm-hmm. Pete. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bradley has got a couple things to say to Chris Jenner about that after this on my talk 1071. Well, it's over. Um, and I know you're all really sad about it, but never again will we be able to talk about Car Davidson on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, that we know of. Right, exactly. We've seen this before. Thank you. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, what is a Car Davidson, Bradley? It's a publication ship. And what is a publication ship? A relationship for publicity. And who are the parties that make up Car Davidson? Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, and they are no longer a thing. Oh! It's true. You'll <laughs> be okay, Hals. We uh, <laughs> were made aware of this shortly after, uh, well, I don't know if it was shortly thereafter, but Friday afternoon, right? Friday afternoon? Which is like, it, yes. was, it was Friday because uh, I thought to myself... That's weird. Uh, they're trying to bury this one on a Friday because yeah. that's when when entertainment news comes out late on a Friday. It means they're trying to bury oh. it through the weekend. And then there was later information, which we'll get Ooh. to. But first, let's start with the exclusive. And by the way, the exclusive was given to E! News. e. Uh, enterta- not Entertainment Tonight, but E! News, uh, the former home of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Uh, broke the story that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, after nine months of dating, have mm. decided to part ways, according to insiders. Here, I thought it was forever. Right. He got tattoos for her. Uh, what I love... Well, yeah, nothing is forever anymore. <laughs> His body uh, is an Etch-A-Sketch. Well, it is. I mean, because they're all small and he can get them removed yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, source... Now, what I find interesting is that this is an exclusive, right? So it's an exclusive meaning, like, we're the only ones who are telling mm-hmm. you this. Generally in the parlance, that means the somebody connected... is coming from inside the house. ...to the story is sharing this. But the way it's told to us is, because they can't do this themselves, they can't just say, we're saying it's done. 
sources close to the couple exclusively tell E! News Mm -hmm. uh, that the Kardashians, that is uh, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, have broken up and decided to just be friends. Mm. Shocking! Shocking! The insiders go on to say that the pair have, quote, a lot of love and respect for one another. Uh, But they found that despite that, the long-distance dynamic and their demanding schedules made it really difficult to maintain a relationship. Okay, I am going to poke holes in that. cut and paste that from every other dumb breakup? Right? It sounds so predictable. I mean, if you had asked me, Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian breakup, what's the excuse going to be? And I would say, oh, it's a publicationship, one that I imagine they will need to be on good terms going forward. Uh, for business purposes, because I imagine that Pete Davidson has a lot of business contracts that have been funneled through Chris Jenner LLC, so they need to be on good terms. So mm-hmm. that means they've just decided that the you know their careers are more important, and they still love each other. They're going to be just friends. They're better oh, as friends. Look, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it was. Uh, Bradley, I don't feel like you've gotten to say oh, your no. full We've piece. We've got plenty more. To- so we're going to just hang on to this story and keep going when we come back. Although Fabulous. I do, I definitely want to get to one of the d bags. Fabulous, because I've got a doozy for you. So we're going to continue with the breakup of Cardi. Davidson and also get you a celebrity D-bag when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, where Bradley Trainer was midstream in some very deep Car Davidson thoughts. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh Bradley, okay, so uh, we know from somebody in the Kardashian camp, Chris Jenner, that Kim and Pete broke up because they just couldn't get their schedules yeah they're friends together. everything's fine they love each other and respect each other but they're just really you know they, they have a hard time keeping the love going uh during long distances right okay. yes so i told you that was a very boilerplate response but i also said i'm gonna poke a hole in that also i mean other than like don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining i was born at night but not last night like the obvious things aside there's like an actual piece of proof showing that this is a lie and i would like to now share that with you okay uh share it with us so the lie here is the statement uh let's see they found that the long distance dynamic and their demanding schedules made it really difficult to maintain a relationship okay um i will just bring you back to the thing that i've been obsessed with lately which is the the flight things Celeb Jet, Thank the you. Twitter account. Yes. Um, and from that, we knew last week, or maybe even the week before, time is irrelevant in this matter. What is time? Time is just Do, Are we still doing that? Uh, we did learn last week while you were gone that time is actually moving faster and we're going to have to lose a second. <gasps> oh, I saw that. Oh, yeah, and it's going to be catastrophic. Yeah. Rude. Yeah, everything's, no. we're going to probably fly out into space and... <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, we got Great. a bunch of other things before. Fly we out into space that. with monkeypox and COVID. Yeah, well, it'll probably kill the monkeypox. All right so. then. But we did have a really good segment about monkeypox on Friday. If you I, missed I'm going to go listen back to and listen to that podcasted version. Okay, the piece of uh, proof here that they're maintaining a long distance relationship was hard is uh, belied by the fact that Kim Kardashian, while Pete was in Australia filming or doing something. What was he filming for? I forget. 
He's filming for something in Crocodile Australia. Dundee, I no, think. No, it's not Crocodile. <laughs> a major motion picture. A major motion picture. <laughs> it really is Crocodile Dundee, the reboot. Is it really? No, I made that up, <laughs> oh. but why not? <laughs> I mean, it could be, but it's not. Yeah. Uh, but she, and I do mean but, because, you know, Kim, everyone likes to talk about her butt. It's true. She literally flew her big-ass private jet. With her... with her big batuski Uh to australia to hang out with pete so like it is not hard for her it would be hard for you and i if we had a relationship with pete davidson well for a number of reasons but chief among them my husband would really be upset yeah i mean what would he though i don't know uh but the moral of the story is it would be really hard because we don't have private jets right this biatch got a private jet meaning she can make it happen in a way that no very few people can so it's a lie to say that they're demanding schedules and busy uh long distance dynamic is the reason so that begs the question Mm -hmm. then what is the reason and while i do believe that publicationships mean celebrities use their relationships for publicity and these two clearly were in a business relationship allegedly supposedly more than they were a romantic one i mean maybe they had some hot uh, nights between the sheets i don't care about any of that my point is two things one they're lying and two this news was dropped on a friday afternoon so three Uh (laughs) ergo what what actually went on? I think there is a story there, and we don't know what the story is in terms of why now and why uh, this lame excuse. Okay, so, I, I mean, I have some guesses of... I think that there's something that we don't know that will be revealed in time. And... Um, I, I mean, this, I am going on nothing, but I agree with you, Bradley, that there is more to this story that we don't know about. And my sense is that it's coming from Pete Davidson and not Kim. Why? Just because Kim Kardashian is well-versed in the Kardashian code of ethics, which allows for you to live your pretend outside life. And like she would have been able to go along with the storyline. But I think that there's something unpolished about Pete Davidson that while he was also benefiting from the publicationship, I think he's somebody who was bound to make some misstep, missteps that they weren't going to be able to control in the like way that they thought. Maybe he got someone pregnant. Uh, or something like that. Maybe I'm not saying that, but yeah, maybe, or he cheated in, you know, cheated and putting that in loose quotes or he, there's going to be photos that come out or maybe somebody, I don't yeah. know. I Somebody's think, got something and yeah. they're responding to it before it becomes a thing. Yeah. Which is why I said, um, or why I begged the question, like why now and why this way you don't drop the story like this. Like if this was a part of the plan the whole time, you don't do it on a Friday afternoon. You use it right. for maximum effect. Right. Right. Now, it could be as simple as they're not talking about it until it airs on the show. And so therefore let's get it out of the way at the least most talked about time so that people like freak out and they have, because they're going to know because he's going to go on with his life. She's going to go on with her life, like all of those things. And we got to drop it at the best, most opportune time, which is actually the least opportune time for us to ask questions, which is Friday afternoon. Right. Well, and now they can concoct whatever the storyline is for the show. It's possible it's no more complicated than that, because ultimately we won't know what happened to these two until uh, it airs on, you know, the show in the same way that we were told he wasn't going to be a part of the Kardashians reality show until he was, which is when it was revealed 
on the show itself. So I do think we'll find out. Unless it's like something horrible, like he killed someone. Oh, gosh. I don't think he did that. Nah. Or, you know, like um, he's actually not who he said he was. But but um, I, I guarantee we're going to we're going to learn it at some point. Can I say this also, Holly? Uh, this is specifically for you, the comer of the uh, blind items. I'm shocked that. NT hasn't had some sort of insight on this. I think the only insight that NT lawyer has had about Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson is that Kris Jenner is kind of moving and shaking behind the scenes, managing Pete Davidson's career. Mm-hmm. That's why he's getting those endorsement deals with things like H&M. Right. And wasn't he doing an endorsement for manscaping? Yes, he was. Downstairs manscaping. Yeah. 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 You I can mean, thank Kris Jenner for that. Thank you, Kris Jenner, for <laughs> making us think about Pete Davidson's pools. Um, but honestly, I think it's been pretty obvious how this has paid some dividends for him. So clearly, to your point, Bradley, something there's something that we don't know that either will or yeah. won't be yeah, revealed. We'll find out. Yeah. I'm sure we'll find out at some point because either we'll get a blind item about it or it'll be revealed on the next season of Keeping Up with the Well, no, it's just, just Car- the, Kardashians. the Kardashians. All right, now we can do blind items. Oh, by the way, if you're interested in this story, dear listeners, stay tuned because in the next hour, we'll get to the other piece of news that Kris Jenner dropped at like four o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Which is a move. Uh, Okay, so uh, now we're going to get to some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag? Thank you for asking. Etienne Klein. What? Who's that? I have no that? idea who that is. You're right. You don't have any idea who this is, but he's not, but people do. He is a physicist and he's also the director at France's Alternative Energies and Atomic Energy Commission. Fabulous. So he's, he's a smart. big deal in his field. Um and Etienne Klein did something that I think he's going to have to apologize for for quite some time. Okay. He posted a tweet last week. Um, on July 31st, (laughs) I think I know this guy, Mm -hmm. Etienne Klein posted a photograph in which he said, this is the picture of Proxima Centauri, the nearest star to the sun located 4.2 light years away from us. And it was taken by the James Webb space telescope. This level of detail a new world is unveiled every day. Now, this is exciting because we have seen amazing pictures from the James Webb tel- Space Telescope that have revealed to us new galaxies. It has been amazing. Etienne Klein, however, posted a picture of a slice of chorizo sausage. <laughs> I think this is hilarious. <laughs> Oh, it literally is a piece of pepperoni, but if you did not know, you'd be like, oh, wow, that's a cool star. And that's the problem is that people did not know because he didn't say just kidding and he didn't say April, not April fools or anything. Well, it would have been French, probably. Exactly. But <laughs> apparently people were retweeting it, commenting it on it. I mean, they took him at his word. Look at this amazing picture from space. It was sausage. I mean, it looks like a delightful piece of pepperonis. Yummy! I mean, really. Yes, he admitted later in a series of follow-up tweets that the image was a close-up of a slice of chorizo taken against a black background. Quote, 
Well, when it's cocktail hour, cognitive bias seems to find plenty to enjoy. Beware of it. So he basically is saying, like, careful what you believe. Or at least this is how he's retrofitting. What I think happened is he was at happy hour. He got a little happy, took a picture of some sausage, threw it up on the Twitter mobile, and then everybody went bonkers on it. And later he was like, oh, man, I was real crunk. I'm going to have to undo this. But then he shoehorned some sort of explanation that we should all be very careful about what we believe. And now as a result, I think people are going to have a hard time believing him. Yeah, although, I I mean, he did, it's not like he, you know, it's not like he wanted, to, like, he was trying to get some, like, credit, like, in a scientific journal. Like, they True. were like, um, sir, <laughs> your star photo is it's, just pepperoni. It was a tweet, which I get, it's important. Meat. But, like, I would have hoped that any journalist would have done their due diligence before running with it. Although, that said, it is a good reminder for people to be very careful about what you believe online. I do love that the person who res- one of the people who responded showed a a tweet somebody had posted of a tortilla on a window and <laughs> talked about looking forward to a supermoon because it kind of looks like the moon. You never know. You never know. Oh, anywho, um, all Funny of his guy. tweets. French people, you know, they've got their own special sense of humor. Well, apparently they do. Yeah. Hey, lady. Hey, lady. Uh, yeah, they they love Jerry Lewis. A new level. Of detail is I, I uh, revealed day after day. Would caution. I don't think you're ever going to see star level detail on anything from the web Hubble uh, or not web Hubble. The um, not the uh, the James Webb Space Telescope. You don't think yeah. you're ever going to see what from that? You're not going to see like if somebody purports to tell you like here's what a star or a planet looks like courtesy of the uh, James yeah. Webb Space Telescope. You shan't be seeing something at that level. Okay, thank it does you. not provide us. I am not a scientist, but from what I've read, because it is a quite fascinating piece of technology, I think it's uh, you know just at like the galaxy level you're going to see stuff. But that said, I don't know. I will say, uh, I, I kind of this story made me want pizza because <laughs> I don't chorizo. Sure, I guess I'm just so uh, predisposed to pepperoni that you that's just love, like a tasty piece of pepperoni. Loves you some pepperonis. Mm-hmm. <sighs> When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I kind of want to also bring up another person who is a mild D-bag. Oh, okay. Who? Uh, her name is Renee Zellweger. Oh, We're going to no. double down after this on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. Oh, oh, geez. Oh. What? Do you, are, I'm, do you feel that? No. What's up? I feel something. Oh, oh yes, I feel generous. Fancy. What are we giving away? Ooh, we're giving away a pair of tickets to attend My Name is Not Mom, Saturday, November 5th at 8 p.m. at the Mystic Lake Showroom, caller number 7. We'll get a pair of tickets to My Name is Not Mom. That performance is Saturday, November 5th, 8 p.m. at the Mystic Lake Showroom, 651-641-1071. Awesome. Congratulations. And now, um, looks like I had a little extra D-bag I wanted to slip oh, in. okay. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. your extra little d-bag okay so it's sort of like a mild it's a mild d-bag i'm gonna call it a mild d-bag but it's renee zellweger i feel like 
What's going on with Renee? I feel like we've been on a journey with her. And sometimes I I, I feel like I want to get to know her better because yeah. I feel like... <laughs> you do? Why? I do because she's got a lot of secrets. Okay. She's kind of shady, don't you think? Like she's, Shady? Maybe not shady. Cagey. Of... She's cagey. She doesn't like give private? up all the goodies. Okay. Kind of, but also public. She's like publicly private. Okay, this is interesting. Well, what, what's, what got you thinking about this? Because she did this interview with the Sunday Times. And again, like, she's publicly private. Like, we know who she is. We see her out and about. We've been seeing her in this publicationship with Aunt Anstead. She's been leaning way into it. We know about her marriage with, was it Kenny Chesney that she was married to? Sounds right. And then they got divorced and she called it fraud. And we've got all kinds of questions about that, but we never get them answered, right? So she's like... Out there, but also tries to be private about some stuff. But here's what she talked about in that piece in the Sunday Times. All right. She talked about the experience of aging. Mm. And um, she said, and some of this, like, some of it I'm like, yeah, girl. And some of it I'm like, do you think we're dumb? So she said, turning 50, which she did, by the way, in 2019, she said turning 50 felt like a whole new beginning without the nonsense. The point point where you can stop listening to all those voices in your head and all those expectations and projections people have of you and become more authentically yourself. Like, good luck all you suckers out there because you've got to survive a lot to get to my age and I've earned my power and voice. So I'm like, yes, go girl, yes! You know, for her that happened at the age of 50. For some people it happens earlier maybe later okay. but but i do think it's very often you kind of age yourself into a place where you go hold on a second i know which voices matter and which ones don't and you kind of live into the you that you are at that age yeah. so yes i'm like yes i love this then she goes on though to say that she thinks uh that so she talks about like feeling her age but then she talks about looking her age or or the act of aging she says all those ads telling us we don't need to look our real age if we just buy all their creams and their fixes and all that garbage they want to sell us i'm like what you're saying is i'm not valuable anymore because i'm 53 is that what you're saying and i'm like also yay like i love that but but can we talk about something that she never talks about which is we all saw the time that she came out she had not we hadn't seen her in a while and then she showed up and we were like is that renee zellweger oh yeah because she had had some work done i assume it was pretty obvious but she never talks about it or acknowledges it sure like that she obviously well i think your point you might be making is that she are you saying that because she has obviously struggled with that in the past, she should like talk about well, that. Well, you know, again, and it's up to her, it's her life, but it's, it's this thing that celebrities sometimes do where they talk to us. Like we don't remember things yeah. or like we like, weren't hey guys, there, we were there for it. And so when she says all that stuff, I, I want to say to her, yes, I believe all of that. Can you tell me what was going on then in your life when you had work done? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think you're absolutely right, but she clearly doesn't want to talk about it, which I don't know why. Well, and then I would say, you can say that, but when you've put something in front of the public's eyeballs, and then we're told we can't ask questions about it, yeah, and then we're going to hear you say these things knowing what we know, because again, 
We have eyeballs. We saw it. So then I just have more questions. So you might think you're giving me a message that you're not giving me. Well, she's giving you a message that she's hoping you don't think too terribly much about. Well, and that's the thing. That's my bigger beef with all of the celebrities who seem to think we don't remember anything. Yeah, but I mean, Which is if, all if of them. you were to walk outside looking radically different and not expect people to ask questions about it, I mean, I, I would imagine that you would then go on to do an interview wherein you say things expect that people might have questions about expecting them not to ask about. I mean, it just seems like the two are connected. So for her, also, we we haven't even gotten to the point where she's in a publationship, if you'll remember, uh, and hasn't yep. talked about that at all. Exactly. Which is which- interesting because the only context that that generally i think i don't know i haven't done a lot of like renee zellweger interview digging but it seems like the only person talking about their publicationship is aunt Aunt anstead absolutely because he probably has the most to gain from it yeah um and he does the thing too where it's like he's gonna act like he's not talking about the thing he's talking about yeah right yeah which is why it's so obvious they're in a publicationship everybody's doing this whole smoke and mirrors situation with us and i just I'm tired. Oh. I just am tired. (laughs) Because, again, I don't disagree with a lot of the things that she's saying, but it is You just want her to be more honest. And consistent. Yeah. Which is silly me for asking celebrities to be consistent. I just don't know. Like, why? uh, I mean, again, this is, like, all celebrities. But, like, what uh, what was this in response to? So this was just a regular interview with the Sunday Times where she talked about the experience of turning 50. And I think she does get a little confused not confused she conflates the feeling the experience of aging like your chronological age and your mindset with your physical body mm. which you can art you can make an argument to me that the two are connected and they are but but she's both talking about the the physical experience of aging and what your face looks like and how your body I- looks and then also the mental and social experience of aging and not giving a bleep about what people think anymore i just i hope we get to a point at which we we don't listen to celebrities tell us to like not give a crap about our age um because well they have so many ways of not caring about their age they don't need to right like i'm not saying the rest of us are out here like oh we're so ugly and we're trolls because we can't moisturize but like celebrities have a leg up in this regard. And so listening to a celebrity pontificate about like how I shouldn't take things too seriously mm-hmm. or I shouldn't um, let age get to me. It's like, well, easy for you to say, Henny. So that's just my general proscription to celebrities because it's a thing they do time and time again, mostly to sell products, but even to just sell the notion of celebrity. And it's like the rest of us are just out here trying to like, you know, not scare people when we come around a corner. Right? Yeah. It's hard. It is. It's not easy. I mean, man, I just, somebody just like. Sometimes it's myself. I'm scaring. Like, oh, that's a mirror. <laughs> Sometimes I catch a mirror and I'm like, oh, geez. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your home alone food? 651-641-1071. We'll talk.